I like picked up a guitar and started writing songs and the and just realized quite quickly that you know performing was always going to be the way that I could be not like not you know I just love performing yeah I think that's why I did magic as well um Mm. I actually went to college to train to be a firefighter I did public services excuse me what (laughs) I know I know but I've (laughs) I, I, I worked. looks mad. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the funniest part about that story is that I worked on a demolition site at, at the weekend when I was at, at college. I had an accident at work where I fell from a, a, a tall height. I broke my leg and I, I, I damaged my leg so badly I couldn't apply to be a firefighter. Oh my gosh, God. So and I was an... like, ah, oh, let's just go on the X Factor instead. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another episode of Finch Reviews. I'm your host Connor Finn and this is a show where I get to chat to the most interesting people that I know. This week I had the absolute pleasure of chatting with one of my favourite artists. It was of course the brilliant Lucy Spragan. For those who maybe don't know Lucy, she's an English singer-songwriter who took the world by storm when she performed her own song last night back in Act Factor in 2012. From there, she's released multiple chart-topping albums, toured the world, and has been one of my absolute go-to artists over the last decade. We spoke all about her journey from magician, cave tour guide, and training to be a firefighter, to follow her passions and create music loved by millions worldwide. The inspiration behind her unique sound, the highs and lows of her acclaimed success, and how everyone's just winging it in life, all on the eve of her latest album release, Choices, which you can now stream and purchase on all listening platforms. Oh, this episode was honestly one of those pitch me moments where, again, I always mention this, I start out this podcast to chat to people that, like, I never thought I'd be able to do and to learn from them. And to actually get someone like Lucy on the show was just surreal I'm still kind of on a buzz from it so you'll probably hear me throughout just um like my jaw I I couldn't stop talking I was so excited to be chatting with her and um yeah on such an amazing day just before the release of her new album so you guys are gonna absolutely love this interview Lucy is such class crack to be chatting with (laughs) but without spoiling any more Without further ado, please enjoy this latest episode of Finterviews with the wonderful Lucy Spragan. Well, welcome back to another episode of Finterviews on the show this week. I am beyond thrilled to welcome on to show the fabulous Lucy Spragan. How's it going, Lucy? I'm all right, thank you. I've got a little bit of sun today, so I'm like, ooh, feeling all right. How are you? <laughs> I'm not too bad as well. That's what I mean. I'm in Dublin at the moment, and we've got this on as well. Jesus, God. We're really, we're really being spoiled by the weather, people. God, yeah, fuck you, Brexit. Yeah, didn't, didn't see this one coming, did you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, no, it's a lovely day, and to make it even better, um, I'm getting to chat to you. Um, big fan of your work, obviously. And it's kind of a bit surreal for me whenever I, you know, always fire out these little emails being like, you want to chat to some spec on the internet? And when people actually get back, I'm like, holy shit. Um, you were one of those holy shit moments. And especially considering it's literally a day before your latest album release choices. So um, thank you so much for <laughs> making time for little old Connor. <laughs> thank you for making time for me. I appreciate it. God, we're just so humble here. 
My God. <laughs> we are really most humble. Sun yeah. worshipping and enjoying the weather, humble people. Exactly. Sun worshipping, ass kissing. Either way. <laughs> but here, Lucy, for the minute, like, and minute, and the small chance that people don't know who you are, I mean, maybe introduce yourself, kind of what you do, what you're about, because I would say, you know, I mean, like singer, songwriter, performer, but I mean, also early days magician. I mean, what do you, what do you put in your business card these days? Honestly, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's not even just that. I used to be a tour guide in a cave as well when I was younger. <laughs> no lie. I can tell you pretty much anything you want to know about calcite formation, stalactites, stalagmites, but I am now a touring artist actually I mean right now I'm not a touring artist am I because we're living in basically hell Mm. but (laughs) I am normally a a touring artist I tour all around the world and I I play songs that I've written this will be my sixth album that's out um and yeah I I just I I love what I do (laughs) exactly now like like so many others, I suppose we came to kind of know you through obviously like Act Factor and all the rest of it. But like, I feel like just since then and since everything else, I was kind of doing a bit of research before this, talk about the summer sunshine, listen to you on another podcast. Like just, I mean, obsessed with it. Like I, like I thought myself, I was like, God, I'm just like one of the OG fans. Do you know what I mean? Like I've just been <laughs> following Lucy for last while. It's mad, like, so many people, as soon as I kind of put off by, like, gonna be talking to Lucy Spragan today, everybody's be like, holy shit, like, even, like, now, still, I mean, your song, like, last night, over three million streams hasn't just hit, it's like, I mean, people are making it, like, using it as TikTok trend songs and everything, like... It's so weird about TikTok, it's been <laughs> hashtag, last night I told you I loved you, has been hashtag 16.4 million times on, on TikTok. Not that you're kiting, no. <laughs> Well, I just, well, some people, like young people, keep sending me TikToks of my song. And I go on there and I feel like an old, I feel like, I feel like an old woman on teletext (laughs) or something. Because TikTok to me is just so foreign. I I don't find it user friendly or anything. So all I did was just search the hashtag and and it tells you how many times it's been used. And, and And then I ran away from TikTok as fast as I could. Oh, yeah. I mean, I tried to do that, but I got sucked straight in. Yeah. I. Uh, How old say, are you? Well, uh, I'm 22. Yeah. See, you're the, tic- you're the TikTok generation. Listen, no. I'm, a, I'm a Facebook woman. I'm an old. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an old Karen. Here, I only got into it like in the last week, but I remember when I started, I was being like far too old for this. And then lockdown hit, and then suddenly I was like, Okay, it just turns out everybody's in on it. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was there in the Bebo days. I was back in like MySpace. Bebo. No, that's a lie. Wasn't I was going to say you definitely weren't. And come on about Bebo. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Sorry, I have my top nine friends. Oh, I had my anthem. Yeah, I used to download the moving graphics in the background. Oh, you best believe it. Yeah, my ones did, did you, not know I had Bebo. Make, make, make your own uh, cover, Bebo cover. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then you set out your quiz and stuff as well. Just to, you so know, how many, how many hearts you're going to get? Yeah, gosh. It's so good. <laughs> like, that was such a self-indulgent time, wasn't it? Be like, you know, this is... By the way, guys, this is my favourite song. And these are my top friends. So, uh, like, shit. Exactly. You didn't make it to the top ten, bitch. Exactly. But I suppose, Lucy, obviously, like everything that has been going on like I suppose let's bring it back to start I know you've been asked this a couple times but for like the rare occasion that somebody doesn't know kind of about like your when you start first got into music like 
what like how did it start off you're about 10 like was it something you'd always gravitate towards or like was there ever like potentially another path in mind like how did it all kind of start up because um it's kind of been something that's been part of your life do you know what I mean like I've just been a massive attention seeker since birth really so um (laughs) I realized I like picked up a guitar and started writing songs in the and just realized quite quickly that you know performing was always going to be the way that I could be not like not you know I just love performing yeah I think that's why I did magic as well um mm-hmm. I actually went to college to train to be a firefighter I did public services excuse me so, what I know I know but this is the funniest part about that story is that I worked on a demolition site at the weekend when I was uh, at college I had an accident at work where I fell from a, a, a tall height I broke my leg and I, I, I damaged my leg so badly I couldn't apply to be a firefighter. Oh my gosh, God. So and I was like, ah, oh, let's just go on the X Factor instead. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that one's, that dream's gone to shit. Yeah, I suppose I'll just like play music and stuff, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> boring. <laughs> <laughs> my god well I mean I'm personally delighted that um not that you just like you know that you got injured or whatever like that but like that circumstance you're, happened you're, you're, you're glad I broke my leg I know it I can feel it yeah people can't say this podcast but I'm just being like fucking class yes, <laughs> <laughs> no but like honestly I feel like it's anybody that's talked to that I like you know, some musicians, stuff like this, it always seems that people have kind of like fallen into these careers that it maybe was always kind of like a passion or something. But like for yourself, obviously, you know, from playing in bars and stuff, like turn around, like I know that even like you just have to be one of the like most brave kind of musicians that I've like ever kind of heard of where it's like, you just seem to not give a shit. You're like, fuck it. We're just going to go out here. We're going to make it happen. Like you were running around America when you were like 18, wasn't it? Or like, (laughs) the thing with me is that like, I think people are really invested in keeping up appearances, Mm. like their whole careers. I think that's why some artists just stay in the UK and they'll play to like thousands of people, but then they never go to other countries because they know they have to start like from the very beginning. Yeah. Um, And and like, I I went, I think I I played to quite decent crowds in America now, but like three years ago when I first went, I played a show in Wisconsin to 12 people. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I think that's amazing. The promoter was like, do you want to do this show? And I was like, dude, I'm in Wisconsin. You don't understand that 12 people in Wisconsin is like, blows my mind. All of Wisconsin. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like, even that it's just 12 people. It's still to be that far away from where I, I who like what I know yeah. and have uh, like some strangers. You couldn't. Uh, it's weird. Like some people can't even get twelve people to their birthday party, and I can get twelve people to a random little bar in Wisconsin. I love that. All right, film targeted here, Lacey, but it's all right. <laughs> I am. I'm, I only say because I'm one of those people, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Here's me being like, I'm a young thing. Older, I get very quickly realizing the whole thing. Where it's like, why is mom and dad not like hang out with their mates all the time? They disappear. Everybody's. <laughs> I, you're lucky if you hold on to two mates at a time. Like honestly, like. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Get animals instead. Exactly. Yeah, invest your love elsewhere. But I suppose, like, as well from this, like, growing up, um, like, your music as well, um, is so 
distinct. I would like to think of just between, you know, these kind of, your, the, like the lyrics in your songs and the melodies and everything are so kind of catchy, but so relatable in a sense, like, well, depends on which song, like catchy or whatever, like, no, do you know what I mean? Some of them are obviously a little bit more loaded and slower down, but like either way, like um, I felt a little privileged to be hearing um, a little bit um, of your album choices. And there's like, I was wandering around and it's just like, you're able to put everything into such a context that like, I feel like is relatable to so many people. And I don't know, like, is there kind of any inspiration behind this music? And like, I, I maybe like any kind of influences that you draw from whenever you're creating, you know, even yeah, this like, album or anything else, or is it just kind of like springs to mind and just other talent that um I just don't write. I, I have no idea how it works. <laughs> oh, anything I've ever written that's like decent has just appeared. And it's funny because, you know, some people have this writing process where it's like, like a nine to five, like yeah. they sit down and they churn out music. Whereas if I was to sit down, if there was a room with nothing in it, but a pen and a piece of paper and someone said, write a song, I'd be like, <laughs> that's just not going to happen. Like, <laughs> I'd end up somehow procrastinating in that room with nothing in it. Mm. But I just, I'm inspired by a lot of things. Like, this album, as when when people can hear it, like, they'll realise that it's... The reason it's called Choices is because about the choices I've made over the last couple of years. Like, getting sober, like, I'm divorced. I've changed my lifestyle. I... I'd like I invest in my like journey of self-discovery and healing mm. and stuff and it that 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 kind of thing is easy for me to write about because I know about it mm. but even like I mean me like a literal child I mean <laughs> those are kind of like things that like it feels like whatever like you know all these kind of things that you're making like between different choices and you know different things that you're writing about it was still I was listening to it and I still applied it to my own life while I was <laughs> this sounds hilarious you're being like writing about this huge <laughs> volume of bands and I'm walking to Lidl being like oh my god she's speaking to me right now <laughs> no, but that's what I want to do like I want to be able to like talk about my experience but also make that sound like it could be your experience too because we all have really different circumstances in life. We all have different things going mm. on. But really, when it comes down to the things that are hard for us, mm. they're all the same. They're, yeah. Like, even if they're different circumstances or situations, like mm. the feelings that we struggle with, self-doubt, lack of confidence, uh, not, not, not believing in quite in what we're doing and having absolutely no idea where we're going. Why does everyone always pretend that they they know? Because I don't know a single person, including me, and I'm nearly 30, right? And the older I get, the more I realise everyone is winging it. <laughs> oh, 100%. Like, every's still a child. They've just, like, grown up. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it doesn't mean shit's actually been sorted out. No. Sure, here's me even being, like, I remember thinking back, you know, 17, 18, you know, school, being, like, God, like people like they're in their 20s you know mid 20s it's like god they must are like that like seems so far away they're like working like full-time jobs like some of them are getting like mortgages for houses some of them are parents stuff like this thinking that is just such like a grown-up age now I'm here and like <laughs> I mean people are kind of doing that around my age or like a little bit older but it's kind of like this stage where it's like you know even when people are you know having kids and stuff <laughs> you're kind of like do I say congratulations or do I say 
are you okay? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like, do you know what I mean? Everybody's just <laughs> winging it. Like, nobody's it's so different. Ever. It's for mad. some people. Yeah. And like, people ask, you know, any of my friends who I would regard as successful, and that's from like all walks hmm. of life. Like, people that are parents, like really great parents, people that have really great jobs, and people hmm. who independently do really well. They have no idea. They're the people who have the least idea. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild understoss yeah look it up you know <laughs> chin in hands like wow <laughs> you guys are great <laughs> I am. but here I suppose as well from this like um obviously like you've just been obviously you've been kind of mad over the last couple of years creating you know songs albums whatever like this but like how like what does I kind of I don't know if this is like a horrendous question but I feel like yeah what is like an average day look like for yourself at the moment like is it just like same for walls I mean or I mean you're you're obviously you've got time to speak to me like so I mean (laughs) you're like you're like not ideal Connor I'd love to be right and about like but um well what does an average day look like for you because like in lockdown well I mean kind of in general because it seems like you haven't slowed down even with lockdown coming in like between you know your Instagram you know obviously this album stuff like this like a lot of people feel like they've like slowed back not you Lucy <laughs> you've been like I, did, I, well, I mean run. I have because I normally tour like eight yeah. or nine months of the year I am normally like I when lockdown happened I literally couldn't work my remote control I was like how does this even work I don't know what, <laughs> like how does the heating work in my house didn't even know because I was never here mm. and like so things drastically changed, but I, I need to be hyper fixated on at least one thing in my life. So yeah. I'd already started training, um, but like for fitness, um, but that sort of took a real forefront when lockdown happened as like means of almost meditation and production, like produ- productivity. So for the last eight weeks, I've been training twice a day. I eat like seven times a day and uh, and that's like I mean and I do interviews about my album <laughs> that's it that is my life <laughs> what more do you want Connor honestly geez. <laughs> well people are like yeah I mean it seems so it, it seems so interesting I'm like it literally it's the, it's the first time it's the first time I've ever had any routine in my life ever Jesus yeah god that's mad like yeah god you're I mean you're doing routine you know sit down like well sit down I mean anything but sit down I mean training all the time doing interviews whatever like this I was just like god I can't keep chatting to the same people I live with anymore I need to start like reaching out and like <laughs> chatting to other people <laughs> I think that's a good thing of living alone you're like okay right I'm gonna have to really make friends with myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah whether I'm kind of like I mean, I, I couldn't imagine even living room like, Jesus, I just like get like angsty even thinking about it. I'm kind of like, no, I just need to like fart out all my thoughts onto somebody like at least once a day. And then they just have to deal with the, all that, all that emotional <laughs> trauma. Do you know what I mean? Um, I but um, I suppose as well with this, like, I mean, your career has been obviously a bit mad. Like, you know, for the best part of a decade, you haven't settled. You have been on the go you've been running back and forth you know what I mean like everything's been crazy and you've just been so you know madly successful 
and um you know you've just built like up such like a loyal following um me uh, <laughs> but like I suppose have there been any major standout moments that like came from being in this kind of like career that maybe you never thought could have happened like beforehand I don't know like I, I mean, uh, I mean you wanted I, to be a firefighter you want to be a magician all these other things like and then musician just kind of fell in there and you're like what <laughs> well in 2017 I was asked to play Glastonbury for the first time and um, this would have been my third year at Glastonbury I was booked to play in June and like that that to me was just like an unfathomable thing no one from the X Factor, Britain's Got Talent or reality TV has ever been asked to play Glastonbury ever in the history of Glastonbury. So I was asked and I was just like, and that was a moment like that first show in 2017 that I played there, I played the acoustic stage, which is huge. Yeah. And um, it, it like, it blew me away. The people, the, the tent was full to the rafters and that Jesus. was like a moment of validation and like, yeah, that I don't have much commercial uh, viability for some reason. Like I'm not played on national radio stations, and you don't see that much of me on TV. Um, yeah. But but in terms of success um, and like self like self uh, moments. <laughs> fulfillment, that's that's one of the highlights. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I can't imagine. Like, obviously, how, how does that even work today? Like, does Glassman call me? or? <laughs> well, it's like you, you have an agent and an agent will pitch shows for you. And so, like, effectively, the agent is always trying to get you shows. Mm. And some shows are more prestigious than others. And some will tell you, absolutely not. And some will say, yeah. I mean, Lucy, I'm not trying to, like, kind of... I'm not trying to take offense to that or anything, but like you're talking about Glassbury. My probably, I was kind of, you know, this bit of a leading question, actually, your biggest kind of moment. You actually played in my hometown for um, Christmas uh, lights turn on, um, but that's completely fine. Oh. I mean, Arma obviously means nothing to you, Lucy. It's fine. That, um, out the armor. Is that, is that what that, I remember that, I think. <laughs> I think that was around the same time they had uh, the vote for same sex marriage and they had all these posters that were like <laughs> marriage is between a man and a woman and, and oh. I was like it's wild yeah yeah that's why I'm currently based out of Dublin now yeah north um not, not, not the best crack um I'd like to say <laughs> not a good crack at all no no not a good gay crack anyway <laughs> Yeah, but do you know what? It's fine. Yeah, we're not there. Like you know I mean? <laughs> the, Krem- the Kremlin's a good place, though. Oh, you've been to the Kremlin, all have you? Oh, yeah, you've but been... <laughs> I love the the. Is it the George? No, the George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the George is in Dublin here. Um, Kremlin's up in Belfast. Yeah, yeah. I only capped on about like that, like how clever the name was, calling it the Kremlin. Literally about two years ago, I was like oh the russian president were you like yeah, yeah it's good. <laughs> i like it okay i'm delighted i was just like not expecting like <laughs> but of course i mean when you're in the city do you know what i mean you got you got to experience it yeah exactly <laughs> god um but i suppose as well from that like obviously highlight glassbury armor um <laughs> have there been any <laughs> <laughs> you're like all right god our fucking summer dying um uh, have there been any kind of I suppose like major 
I kind of almost feel badass guesses, but like horror stories that like came from working in the industry, not anything that like, obviously don't want to probe too deep into like, I think that's been horrendous, but like any kind of things that you like happened or like things that kind of came from being in this mad kind of music industry that you're kind of like, oh, this was not expected on the it's journey. Not, it's not really the music industry that has all the, well, it is like, the music industry is run by straight white men and that's why I'm not commercially viable because mm. like you know, I'm not that handy to a straight white men. But um <laughs> I mean it's true, isn't it? <laughs> I, you just have to forge your own way and, and that's fine. That's what I've been doing my whole life. But for me, like the most the most irritating part is is how social media is um like exploited by just real dumbasses on the internet um mm. people people are obsessed with offering their opinion in modern society whereas you know it, it does boggle my mind that you could put a picture on or put a status and someone to be like most people start their sentences with like i think and it's like no whoa, whoa. didn't ask you what you think this isn't a forum Hmm. like and, and it's weird uh, and people just constantly saying offensive things some malicious some just stupid but that is that is probably my biggest bugbear like this morning a girl said um i that like i put a, i don't know if you saw i put a picture of me with nipple stickers on my boobs yeah, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> today she was like you set the wrong example for young people and you make it like look like you have to look like this to make it in the industry and i honestly like this is my sixth album <laughs> i didn't change the way i looked until like 12 months ago yeah. i have accomplished so much i'm sober i like set a great example for people who want to change their lives i know i do because i do it on purpose yeah and like to say or oh, you make it look like you have to look a certain way to make it in the industry. I'm like, love, if it was about looks, yeah, I wouldn't be on my sixth album. Like, <laughs> it's not... Yeah, you're late it, to the party here, like... <laughs> yeah, like, babes, like, you don't do six albums on what you look like. That's not that's not a thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's really frustrating. So people, people piss me off. That's the truth, Connor. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I feel like as well, do you know what I mean? People are just kind of stuck in, especially for stuff like kind of Twitter and stuff like this. People are just stuck in like a little echo chamber of just their own kind of, do you know what I mean? It's like somebody just, as soon as they like, you know, fling out an opinion, it's like everybody starts like cramming around it and you're kind of like surrounded by people that equally are just like frustrated or something else. And yeah, I suppose like with everything going on, like the more that, you know, your stuff does well and the more, you know, that you like grow and like with anybody that you know is in kind of in any of those public like spheres and stuff like this like you, on the shittier side people you know still find like you know <laughs> anything to be like well I'll tell you something it's like who fucking asked here <laughs> literally I always say like don't tell me don't don't say anything to me that you wouldn't say in real life mm. because I'm actually not that chill <laughs> <laughs> in real life you're like so, okay there's social distancing now <laughs> well that's the thing and it june 21st supposedly we would be out and about in this country and can you imagine all these karens walking around me like, oh christ you look, you look 
better without that t-shirt or something like that and just getting getting feathered yeah <laughs> oh god well i like to say that i'm like still lucky enough that i am uh haven't been any hackled anything online but sure i mean we'll we'll see we'll see what happens from this i mean interview my god people be like well to be fair actually my family just hacking me they'd be like call you sound like a dickhead every time you talk to somebody online so i mean yeah still trying to get from the outside public but i feel like my, I have a strong enough shell now just for my own family trying to be like, wind your neck and son. <laughs> wind your neck and I just love that saying. <laughs> Mind your knees. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, Lucy as well, I'm so hyper-conscious of the time and that you are super busy at the moment. So I'm just going to kind of finish up on this last note. Like, obviously like this your new album is just coming out tomorrow congratulations um i've been hooked to the song roots already like i mean jay is like walking around it's all sunny and i was like this ain't real (laughs) (laughs) i think that was in the key that the actual song is in by the way oh i mean i'm not the only musician here (laughs) I i joke oh my god thanks so much um but like i suppose like what I suppose after like this does the future kind of hold because obviously this is a, your next big milestone but like are there any big goals that you know you want to achieve that that you maybe haven't I mean sex albums turn around the world like what <laughs> what's there left like kind of like is there any big bucket list things like I mean Glass and Brie like Arma round two maybe who knows <laughs> it's uh just to carry on look carry on like this it's a like privilege to do what you love for work Mm. and there are a lot of people who are like I used to chase my tail wanting more and more and more and more but like all I want is like enough things to hold and and enjoy my life that's that's genuinely what I want so even if my crowds never grew bigger than they are now or I never toured outside the territories that I do now I would be absolutely content with where I am but instead stuff keeps growing and, and that's really humbling and it's an honor to do it yeah Jesus I know here's me literally being like I just love like a new car at some stage you know I me mean? <laughs> I love to be able to get out of the house blah blah, blah. you're like I'm just happy like me come on now just like I've got what I need and uh I mean I get to chat to like we like freaks on the internet they're like talking about their album stuff you're like do you know what we're winning all around like <laughs> i think so i think so well here lucy honestly it has been genuinely a pleasure um i wish i could talk to you all day because i would absolutely just um I'd, I'd, I mean, I'd just chat your ear off. So it's probably best that we're on a limit for today. But um, for anybody that, you know, wants to kind of, <laughs> the rare occasion that somebody finds me through, that finds you through coming through me, I, I mean, hilarious. <laughs> um, where can they, you know, album out? Where can they find everything that you're doing? Everything that's going on? What is the go-to place to see everything that you're up to? So just search any social media or lucysprangan.com and I'm on there. So thank you very much for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. All right, and here, congratulations with everything and uh, have a wonderful day, Lucy. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Finterviews. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did recording it. Do remember that if you did like this episode to give us a like, 
follow, share, subscribe. And a wee five-star rating on whatever listen platform does no harm either. And also, you can get in touch with me on socials and tell me who you would like to hear on the episode next or simply give me some abuse. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and now on YouTube just by typing in Finch Reviews wherever you are, you'll find me. Until next time, genuinely, thank you so much for tuning in again and I'll chat to you later. Bye.